This is the third episode of the Department of Student Black Activities. I am Anthony, one of your hosts. And I am Xavier, the other host. So you always you always say it like you're trying to seduce somebody. Nigga, that don't matter. <laughs> Peanut butter does not belong on burgers. <laughs> yes, it does. Listen, this this past weekend, this this motherfucker uh-huh. comes back. From whatever the fuck trip he was at down in Baltimore or some shit. Baltimore, and D.C., and then Baltimore. And start telling us some shit about, yo, y'all ever had a peanut butter burger? Hell no. That shit, that's, ain't no way that shit's good for you. It is. Not even good for you, mm-hmm. but, like, there's no way that that shit could possibly taste good. It did. Look, I'm trying to put y'all onto the next wave. This man weird. Ten yo. years from now when peanut butter burgers are the norm and you see me out here making money as being the originator of that... Y'all remember, Anthony tried to put y'all on. I don't, Peanut I don't butter know. on burgers is the way. This man had to create an extra poll on the black market. Because niggas rather eat ass than eat peanut butter on a burger. That's because some of them already do. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd rather eat ass than a peanut butter burger. That is personally your decision. I don't agree with it, but I will forever more, defend your right more to make than that half, decision. More than half the people uh-huh. decided they'd rather eat ass than a peanut butter burger. And the eating. I thought somebody was looking at here. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, see, it's weird because I was like nervous because I'm like I don't want anybody to hear me say this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm recording a fucking podcast talking about eating ass. <laughs> My parents will not be proud if they heard this. It would not be. Sorry, mom and dad. I eat ass. <laughs> I don't care though. They know shit. Why would you want your parents to know that, though? Well, I mean, they don't know. I didn't. I tell them a lot of things, but I I don't tell them about the sexual shit I do. That's that's nah. I, I, you should have seen the look on my mom's face when I told her. Like you know, she was like, "Xavier, how many people you slept with?" I was like, "Like five. And this is back when it was five. And she was like, "Oh, my baby, not my son. He went to college and became a hoe." And little do she know, I am a hoe no more. Uh-huh. I'm a whore. The Faithful Black Men Association does not condone this kind of behavior. I'm a faithful whore. I, I, I feel like that's... If I'm not in a relationship, I can do what I want. Free agents are allowed to negotiate with whatever team they so please. Exactly. So it makes sense. But see, not all of us negotiate with every team in the league. Yeah, I don't either, though. <laughs> but see, you become, you coming at me like the one teams the, teams bring contracts to me. Okay, LeBron, if, if that's fair. Okay, LeBron, hold on, hold on. If mm-hmm. that's fair, the contracts come my way. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't go out to negotiate for them. I can respect that, and I'm not always successful. Am I? Are you really a hoe if you're not successful at it? Quote Trey Costello. I mean, I, f- I feel like if you see, here's the thing though. It's like if you keep trying, it's like oh he thirsty, he's this and that, but it's like. It, I feel like if the roles are reversed, people will be happy you coming out to them like, oh, like, what's up? Like, I've seen dudes where it's like another girl is dead talking to somebody else five minutes like beforehand. They come over and talk to them and it's like they hit them with the, what's the Will Smith Men in Black uh, memory eraser thing? <laughs> <laughs> they ain't they see nothing before out. they come over to them. I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you're right, bro. There's a fun, especially like being somewhere like Vermont, like when it comes to like talking to people, bro. And shit like that, like if Burlington if, is such a small place. Vermont is such a small I place. Mean, it's not even a matter of it being a small place. Like I mean, like I used to care about how small it was. Like I still do think it's like you know kind of too small for my taste. But here's the thing: there's a very fine line, especially up here, like between persistence and just to the point where like you just look like you're just harassing somebody. Yeah. Which kind of sucks because it's like if you really like somebody, you know, like yo, like. A, a girl might just tell you, like, you need to leave her the fuck alone and say, like, you're harassing her, maybe. Like, you sh- you know, buy her flowers one day. You need to leave me alone and back off. And it's like, I mean, I was just trying to tell you I liked you. And, and that's, that's why, that's that's why so you funny. don't ever see me out here. Because t- you, you'll be getting on me saying, like, yo, aunt, go talk to her. Or aunt, go talk to her. And I'm like, bro, like, no. Cause- it, it'll, even be like, it'll even be like in that way, though. Like, it's like, I mean, because there are, don't get me wrong. Not even trying to undermine anything, because there are niggas out here that be doing shit like that for like with malicious intent. Oh yeah, but absolutely. you know because they out here doing that thing, you know, like it kind of clouds when somebody actually is very genuine in their interactions, you know. So, it sucks. It, like, but you it, gotta—it's something you gotta live with, you know. Just it is a very fine it. line out here, like if I'm being honest with you. And it's like that shit could be creepy, like. Uh, oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Like like if this nigga showed to your doorstep with that shit, and he ain't know where you live, and he wasn't supposed to know where you live. You better call the fucking cops. <laughs> that nigga weird. Bro, I've dead had, like, see, here's the thing. There's blessings and curses to being tall, but I think something that fell in the middle. This girl dead came up to me at a party, was trying to hide from somebody. When I told you, she literally asked me if she could hide behind me. Yeah. She was dead hiding, using me as a shield to hide from somebody. Bro, because niggas be out here creeping. I mean, honestly, they ain't the only reason we ever get a chance anyway. <laughs> But I mean, you know, still like that's it's, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Shit is fucked up. It is. If you really like, I just don't get how people can like live with themselves like just you you make somebody feel so uncomfortable, and then you act like it's whatever. Like nigga, she you, she's shook now. Why why would you do that? He's like, not my problem. And I'm like, nigga, yes, it's very much your problem. It's like, it has a lot to do with just general social ineptitude and just downright creepiness when it, has, when it comes down to it. Yeah. It's like, how do you not see that you're making somebody uncomfortable? Real shit. Real shit. It's like, bro, anytime I'm, like, out, like, in a social platform and while I'll dead talk to people the next day and be like, yo, like, you know, I didn't mean to act out like that. And they're like, oh, no, it's fine, it's fine. But yeah. it's better to clarify that. Instead of just thinking that, oh, everything's fine and it turns out you made them very uncomfortable. Exactly, exactly. It's like always be proactive in that environment. Yeah. No, because it's like it's definitely something like people should learn when coming to like small places like this. Or like, you know, not even just small places like this, but like places like Vermont in particular. Like a lot of things like a lot of guys did back at home that like may have seemed like, you know, it worked and all that. Shit is a completely different story up here. You cannot do that stuff. It's so like the whole catcalling thing, like you know. Oh no! Yeah, no, you know, no, like no. I've seen, I've seen niggas do that shit back at home as well. I've seen girls do it back at home too. Like I mean, just I guess Philadelphia, you know, different culture. I, I personally didn't really do that shit because I mean I was just too much of a little bitch to make any moves on anybody. But uh, you know, you got a guy catcalling a girl, you got a girl catcalling some niggas. Even like shit, it was even the gay niggas was out here hollering at anybody they wanted to. And honestly, that shit was fucking hilarious. Y'all should have seen that shit. Oh, my God. Yo, you be walking on a block, and that shit said, Ayo, boo. And it's like, it's just you and your boys walking. And it's like, 
y'all start looking at each other. Who, <laughs> he was talking. Was he talking to us? He's you over there with the with the camo pencil. Yeah, you with the fat ass. And you're like, you look down, and then you're the one with the camo pencil. I'm like, oh <laughs> shit. Oh my. <laughs> Where the fuck you going? Why you walking so fast, nigga? Get your ass over. And then you start running. Shit is crazy. But yo, like, it's that shit that shit gets you mad uncomfortable. It regardless, yeah. regardless who does it. I had a chick one time tell me I had a big dick, and I feel like I only felt some kind of way because she did it in front of my dad. And I'm like, why would you say some shit like that? My pop standing right there. Yo. Yo, yeah, bro, bro. She drove drove past talking about, yo, you look like you got a fed dick. I was like, yo, why the fuck? It's like, you clearly walk with somebody who's, like, older than you. Oh, I'm like, yo, my pop's standing right there. Why the fuck would you say that to me? Yo, I was... What what was his reaction? He started laughing at me, bro. (laughs) He started laughing. I almost said some smart shit to him, too, but... No, I was going to leave that out. Wait, speaking of which, uh, I saw you sharing on Facebook the hashtag, how tough am I black edition? Oh, my God. (laughs) Bro. You know... How, yo, the the I think the biggest how tough thing is mm. if your mom swings on you and you block one of her hits. Yo. And then when she says, Did you just try to did you just try to hit me back? And you don't say nothing. Like, how, how, how do you respond to that? Because like if you say no, say, oh well, of course you did. And if you say like, obviously you say, yeah, you want some different stuff. Bro, and that's what I'm saying. Like if you tough, if you a real nigga, bro. You gonna say yeah? <laughs> you gonna you gonna say yeah? What's up? What? What's, what's up? That's how you be real. That's being stupid. <laughs> Cause then you gonna be fighting your mom, your pop, her uncles, or not her uncles, but her brothers, your uncles. And I'm having a whole family royal rumble, like, bro. It's just gonna get wild. And then one of them hits you too hard, now your pop gonna mix one of them, <laughs> bro. I feel like I've definitely seen this shit somewhere before. Like, actually. But it's like, the thing is, I just didn't know anybody that was a part of it, so I just assumed that it was just niggas out there fighting. But it could have very well been the scenario I just named. I feel, I feel like it's definitely happened to somebody before. I don't feel like it'll happen in Burlington. When, when, when do you see a black family walking around in Burlington? I have not in my life seen a black family walking around in Burlington. You ever the been to North Street? Huh? You ever been to North Street? North Street? I don't know. I don't think so. Take a trip up the North Street, the All old right. North End. Okay. And then come back. All right, I got you. I got you. Yeah, like, the whole thing to a black family, I see, a black family I see walking around Burlington is us. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, this is barely a fucking family, dog. Oh, uh, 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 so we're not family? Okay. I saw my feelings out on the table. You just shot me down. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's like. you like every girl I've ever talked to in my life. Wow. First of all, I'm not one of your hoes, nigga. <laughs> I don't have hoes though. We've established this, bro. There goes one of them over there, like behind the fucking wall board. I'm looking at it right now. You looking at a wall? The wall, white. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> I really hate you. <laughs> oh my. This brings God. us on to our next topic. Why the fuck are there people still out there that have problems with interracial dating? Yo, oh my God. Okay, let's get down to the heart of the matter. So. I remember, like, you know Umar Johnson, obviously, right? Yes. Uh, he came out with a video. I think it was, I think it was on, uh, was it the Breakfast Club? It was a Breakfast yeah. Club. He was talking to, uh, who the fuck is Charlemagne? It? it wasn't Charlemagne. It was uh, the other guy who's who's host with him. I forget his name. 
Because I think isn't his, he like I some light skinned dude? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think I think his wife is is white. Yeah, like he was talking about some. Oh, you have to teach your son loyalty to his community, and I don't, I don't necessarily vibe with the stigma that you can do everything to be pro black, but if you date a white woman, all of a sudden you're not pro black. Not even just a white woman, but anybody anybody else for from like it seems like like I mean his a lot of the hoteps out there like their big thing is like you know. You can't date a white girl. But it's like, honestly, they'd be upset if you was dating an Asian, a fucking Russian, Middle Eastern. They'd be mad about any of that shit, honestly. Yeah, Because his whole thing is like, I understand. One thing I do, I can understand with his argument is that, like, you know, our culture is the only culture that isn't, like, teaching, like, our kids to, like, only date within, like, our race because like you know a lot of asian cultures they are like you know pretty much you know you should be with an asian guy indians same thing you know but it's like even if you acknowledge that to be fact then why should we can conf- why should black people as a race conform to the standards set by other races well i'm not i'm not saying it's a fact like I, i'm not saying it as a fact like but no, 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 i'm not saying that you're oh, saying that's him, fact him, but yeah. he is well yeah i mean you're right yeah, it's like oh you know we're the only we race. could we could be better yeah Exactly. Like, I just don't personally, I just don't personally understand that it's like, you could be active in your community, you can be pro-black, you know, buy from black businesses, just be very supportive of the black community, be racially and socially aware, but it's like the moment you date a white woman, like, don't don't get me wrong. like Everything's out the window. Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, the jokes towards Michael B. Jordan are funny to a point, but then there's people who take it a step further, it's like, okay, okay, like, you gotta chill. Yeah. It's Charlie's gonna be on too, like, y'all out here always claiming somebody is self-hating. This is that because they're not with a black girl and all that. Like, well, I think the other thing about Childish Gambino. Remember the episode of Atlanta where it very directly tackled the whole stigma towards interracial dating. I don't know. I feel like one of the main criticisms because you know I love Atlanta. Yeah. I feel like one of the main criticisms about Atlanta season two is its perception of black women, and I can't speak from the perspective of a black of a black woman, obviously. Yeah. But you know, one of the show's main black characters, I forgot. What's her name? Van? Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, Vanessa wasn't prominently featured in that season. Like, I think I think she was doing something with Marvel at the time. I think she might have been working with Deadpool. But it, for anybody who watched Atlanta season two, season two was not about Van and Earn. It was about Earn and Paperboy. It yeah. was very much centered around that relationship. So I don't think Van was central to season two. I would have liked to see her on there more. But it's like, what was she realistically going to do if the entire season was about earning Paperboy? Yeah. It's like she would have been a background character, which I personally think would have been more insulting than not having her on there at all. Exactly. Because it's like her role would have been even smaller and people would have been like, you know, well, why the fuck have her there anyway? Yeah, it's like season three, if she returns as a central character and the plot allows for, like, how do I put it? If the plot makes sense... For her to be a central part of the show again, then do it. But don't force it solely for the purpose of appeasing people. Yeah. And no, she is an actor. So, like, she has bigger things to do and all that. Like, she's going to do those more. Because that very well could have just had something to do with her, like, working with other, like, studios on other shows and stuff like that, too. So. And the thing about the... Because there was one scene where it's like this... uh, Like, one of Anne's friends was very much coming at this, you know, white girl for dating a black man that the other girl was interested in. And granted, I do think the scene exaggerated it a lot, but on the same token, it's not anything that's foreign to what you and I have gone through. Because yeah. I've, I've caught heat for talking to white girls. Bro. It's like the reaction is, again, in that scene, it's exaggerated, but it's not 
far off from reactions I've gotten in the past. Yeah. And it's like, the thing is, too, like, you know, people get so stuck up on, like, you know, they see that, like, me, I've only ever dated white girls, you know? And that's, like, it's not necessarily because I chose to, but it's, like, you know, they've, they've been, we're, one, we're in Vermont. Two, there have been black girls up here that I have tried to talk to, and it's, like, you know, none of them didn't really like me in that way, so. Well, I think there's also a difference between, like, acknowledging the fact that you've only, like, dated white girls up here versus saying, like, I, only, yeah. I only date white girls. Yeah, because one's a fact, one's just blatant racist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Like I said, like, I mean, like, I've talked to a lot of other people of other races and stuff like that. So, like, you know, really, come on. I also think, like, back to the heart of the matter, I also think Umar Johnson is a fraud. It's like, I hear about him soliciting all this money to go towards schools and go, go towards all these programs, and nothing ever comes out of it. That's why when LeBron came out with the, uh, what was it, the I Promise school, people were getting on Twitter. It was like, Umar been asking for donations for years, and they, like nobody's ever heard anything about any recent developments or whatnot whatsoever. And meanwhile, LeBron, I mean, LeBron is more financially capable than Umar Johnson. I'm not trying to put them on an equal platform. But I'm saying with all those donations that he's been asking for after all these years, not so much as a single update. Yeah, he's never even said, like, you know, he's, like, made any moves to, like, try to actually get something out of it. He's also made some very negative comments about the LGBT community. And the thing is, if you're going to be pro-black, that means being pro-black straight, pro-black LGBTQA+. Like, you can't be pro-black with exceptions. Yeah. There's no such thing. I, I, again, I don't think being pro-black means that you only have to date black women, but you can't be pro-black with exceptions. You can't exclude a certain section of the community because they don't align with your agenda. Yeah. No, I did, like, you know, when I found out my dad, like, watched his videos and shit like that, like, I had to let him know, like, Doug, like, this man is, like, demeaning towards women, doesn't like people in the LGBTQ community. That you've seen that like in didn't, in the past wait, like call it black genocide like yeah yeah he said that he said they're gonna like you know prevent the progression of like black people and shit like that and he called it black genocide. It's like when you take that stance and claim to be pro black, you're almost as damaging as you know white people going on like racist rants. Yeah, it's really no difference. No better. So I personally think Umar Johnson is a fraud. If y'all watch Umar Johnson, that that's fine. You take that and keep that all the way over there. But yeah. I just don't gel with Umar Johnson at yeah. all. <clears throat> like I understand that if you date somebody outside of your race, they'll never understand the struggles you went through and all that. But, but it's like, way, yo, like, you just you 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 can't control who you out here falling in love with. You can't be out here controlling it. who you dating. The other thing about it too is that me as a black person doesn't mean that I need everybody I interact with to understand my experience. I expect empathy in certain situations, but I don't expect them to fully get it. Yeah. Like, if my partner doesn't understand my experiences, fine. I have a black mother. I have black sisters. I have plenty of black females in my family or just even friends that I can turn to to understand my experience. I have black male friends that I can turn to to understand my experience. So why is it that I need a black significant other to, ex- you know, to understand my experience. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, honestly, I feel like, like, as like, no matter who you date, and as long as they're like supportive of your causes and shit like that, and like, you know, helping you push that agenda, then, you know, that's, that's fine with me, to be honest. It's like the you person know? you date doesn't need to walk a mile in your shoes for you to like them. Yeah. 
That's just simply how it is. Bro, that's that's real shit right there. That's real shit right there. And what? it's like you I went from it. talking about eating ass to these hard topics. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what that's what I. Say? That's what I do. We make shit awkward, and then we talk about some real shit. Yeah, and another big thing with this too, like you know, I love the fact that I joke about this shit a lot, and you know, people don't know when to take me serious, and I like, come on now. I'm try- I want to be a comedian when I grow up. I mean, I'm kind of growing up now, but it's like like when I like like three years from now, I want to be on big stages walking across like you know like New York, LA and shit like that going on tour. That's my goal. So I'm trying to be funny. Yeah, I'm not about to be out here shucking a job in front of man. That's that's not what's about to happen. That's that's not what I mean when I say whatever it takes to be funny. But I joke about my daily experiences and. The things that go on in my life are my daily experiences. And if these things that we talked about happen in my life and I find any of them shits funny, I will, damn, skip me, I will talk about that shit. Talk about everything. Touch up on everything. And it's going to be funny. Thanks for listening to me, you guys. I love y'all. Well, on that uh, heartwarming note, and and it's gone because this man is making all I have to do is boost the audio level to make sure everybody heard that. <laughs> but anyway. Bro, can you do that? I can. Alright, do it at the end of the episode. I will. Like when you like put it up, like actually like get the and get that one too. Okay. okay. Alright, I got you. Alright. Yeah. Uh on that <laughs> heartwarming, although less heartwarming now <laughs> note. Uh, thank you for tuning in to the third episode of the Department of Student Black Activities. Xavier's over here dropping stuff because that's Xavier. Uh, I'm, I'm always Anthony. dropping a ball, but I never drop a dime. Yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> Peace, y'all. Yeah. yeah.